Hey all, this is Bushido Squirrel. Welcome to Ground Game Workshops. Today I'm here with Kendall Mayhew. Uh, I'm a staff organizer with People Organized for Westside Renewal out here in Los Angeles. And what do you want to talk about today? Uh, today we're going to talk about organizing, which basically means uh, how to get your shit together if you want to take action. So what is organizing? Define that for me. <laughs> uh, great question. Uh, so when when I talk about organizing, what I'm referring to uh, is uh, taking uh, individual people's actions and collectivizing them. Um, so uh, if you have, uh, for example, we talk a lot about how like the there's a great analogy to money, where you say like if I have a dollar and you have a dollar. Like, if I have a dollar, what can I really do with a dollar? Not a ton. Not a whole lot. Maybe buy a soda. Some vending machines will sell you a soda for a dollar, (laughs) and many won't. Uh, But if you and I and a hundred of our friends put our dollars together, then we can buy something cool because we've organized our money. When we're putting this money together, like to be organizing, do we need some sort of a structure or a group or can it just like be people? You can do it either way. Um, You can definitely work around a structure. I mean, a structure can be really helpful for a lot of reasons, Uh, but you can absolutely organize people without a structure. People, in fact, do it all the time. If you've ever had a game night, you've organized people. You were like, hey, I want to play a board game. I can't really do that by myself. But if I get these five other people to come over, I can play an awesome board game. And then you organize some people together to do it. That's organizing. Interesting. So do I necessarily like need a goal in mind when I'm getting people together? Yeah. Like what? I mean, literally, like it could be anything. Like I said, it could be a game night. Uh, It could be you want to hang out. Or it could be you want to demonstrate to a system of oppression that you're not going to take it anymore, (laughs) you know? Uh, So whatever it is, there's always an objective because otherwise what's the motivation? I mean, even if you call, I mean, if you call a bunch of people and you say, meet me here at this time, they're going to say why. (laughs) So for, for most people, when they think about organizing and stuff like that, what are the type of objectives you think they're thinking about achieving? Like if you were to say the word, I'm an organizer, somebody on the street, what's their view of that? God, I don't know. I mean, like, a lot of people have different ideas of what that means. So I think, like, if... So for people who have some context, they are probably thinking about political action, thinking about um, coming together to support a cause, something like that. Um, But a lot of people still look at me with a blank stare when I say I'm an organizer. (laughs) They think I fix people's closets or something. And you don't. No. Damn. I have so much clutter. I read that New York Times book about clutter. Oh, Marie life. Kondo. Yeah, I definitely did the Kondo thing, the art of tidy. It's I which I recommend. We should all <laughs> learn to detach ourselves from possessions the way Marie Kondo although it's a little intense that book. But for when you're organizing, like what are your points of contact with people? Are you going door to door? Are you calling like a community meeting? Are you just randomly calling numbers on the phone and asking <laughs> if they want to join? Like what, what's that? Really good like? question. I don't recommend taking out a old school phone book and just starting to call people. <laughs> I mean, it's just not effective. <laughs> uh, so, you know, generally 
speaking, you know, the work that we do is um, is neighborhood based. It's community based. So we have a location, uh, a neighborhood where we start. And, and literally the way we start is by going door to door. And what are you talking to people about? What are you asking them for? Are you just kind of letting them know you're out there and active? Or are you knocking on the door with a more substantial purpose? Yeah, so for us specifically at at Power, People Organized for Westside Renewal, uh, our objective as an organization is to give folks the tools to lead their own communities. So when we start out by going door to door, introducing people to the organization, you know, what we're doing is explaining that we're available as a resource. Um, I like to describe it as a resource center for low-income folks. So, you know, we just let people know that we're available and what we do uh, initially. But also, you know, because we've been doing this, you know, Power's been around since 99, so we, we're very established already, So we ha- and we are working on campaigns, meaning like an individual action that we're organizing towards. So often that's a lot of people's touch point to it, um, is that we'll say like, hey, you know, you guys need to get this rec center upgraded. You know, the, the bathrooms aren't working. Like, we can help you with that. Uh, we're already working on this campaign, and that's a touch point for people. So we might be knocking on your door with a flyer about a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it depends. But, yeah, generally speaking, like, you want to have an objective when you start. To, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, again, like I said, like, we do this all the time. Like, <laughs> anytime I'm talking to somebody – there's a reason I'm talking to them, even if it's just I want to talk to somebody, which is a reason to talk to people. <laughs> it's very basic stuff, guys. We're just teaching people how to be people, really. So it, it, it seems like there's some transactional nature to the, the communications that you're having with people. Um, not like you're trying to get something <laughs> from them, but like... I mean, we're you know, like not really like a capitalist... No, but there's like an, ex- <laughs> just an exchange. Um, yeah, abso- like, absolutely. Yeah. There's like even absolutely, if you're just yeah. talking to somebody to get the you know, get somebody to listen to how bad your yeah, day absolutely. was, that sort of thing. As it should be, because if you're having an exchange and there's not a give and take, that would be non-consensual and potentially a crime. <laughs> but, That's harassment. <laughs> but So beyond that, what is, what is leadership in, not necessarily an organization like Power, but just mm-hmm. sort of in organizing look like? Mm-hmm. Or do you... Do you want to be a person telling everyone what to say or just telling them where to get together? Like, what is, how does that work? Yeah, so, you know, for my money, uh, leadership is really about, um, I mean, first of all, leadership comes in many different forms. And I also want to just briefly say that, you know, it's important that we um, contextualize leadership and understand that somebody being a leader or more of a leader than somebody else is not actually a they're better than there's a real tendency in our culture to say that like leaders are on a different tier than other people and that's actually really destructive to a movement building process because everybody has different skills Um, some people are really good with other people some people are not some people are really good with research some people are really good with public speaking and those are just two different both vital (laughs) things to be good at so we need all types of people but when I'm talking about leaders specifically in terms of organizing I'm talking about people who can move other people Um, so whether that's you know and I think we all kind of have that experience with people in our lives where it's like you know you have a friend who like if that friend calls you and recommends a book you're gonna read that book like, and then we have friends who people recommend a book and it's like, I don't need to read that book. I'm, I'm good with books. 
but like I definitely have you know like I found a roommate that way like I had a friend who was like you need to meet this person and I was like when this guy says that I know I need to meet this person um so people just again have different strengths but in in organizing leadership really means like the ability to get other people to do something or to help with something um and and when you're getting people together to do this thing or do this something are you looking at it as like this is the one thing we're going for and we'll get that or we won't or we're asking for this as part of a larger sort of thing that we're trying to go towards like it as part of a larger movement or platform yeah i mean uh, it's always a, for me it's always about a larger movement or a larger platform um, and again i think everything is about that right it's like you're asking your friends to come hang out at game night it's cuz you want to like keep being friends <laughs> you're not like cool game night done out like you're like, hey, this game night was fun. Like we're building on our relationship. We're creating new experiences and building trust with each other, et cetera. So so even though you might originally organize around a specific goal or something, that's not actually the end goal. Like organizing in and of itself has has benefits. Yeah, absolutely. And this is actually something we were talking about off mic earlier, but that process is the goal, you know, we're always all in process. Like we can always be improving and that applies to our world as well. So it is always a larger movement because, and, and also because new things will develop, you know, you know, even if we were to ever get to a quote unquote, like perfect society, like something's going to happen because we're humans. Um, that's how we're built. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there will always be a new need to address. Okay. So it's also about building, like, the other thing, the other major goal is building a community that supports itself. So it's also going like, you know, oh, now because we've established this relationship of trust, one of the big goals is that later on, if something does happen, we're ready to support each other in the ways that we need to be supported. So I, I think what you said there is a, a good A place to sort of make, oh, good. begin to make our exit, Did but also B, uh, <laughs> explain something that, I find really important, which is it's all about establishing trust and establishing that you can and you want to work together and that you're not doing this like for your own power. And if you can maybe speak a little bit about how that trust develops from a personal level or an organizational level, but that seems like really key. And one of those hard things where you can't just open a book and be like, this is how I make people trust me. (laughs) Like that's, that's another in process thing. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah. I love, I love talking about trust. I think it's a really interesting concept and and one that doesn't get examined enough um because when you really think about it like you know you you it's trust trust is a choice you're you you know I can't make you trust me Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't all I can do is offer you Mm -hmm. myself in such a way as to give you the opportunity to trust me like I can't make anybody trust me what I can do is demonstrate to somebody that I'm as safe as possible, right? In a way that makes me trustable. I can be trustworthy. I can't make anybody trust me. So on that accord, like on a personal level, you, you know, what it really comes down to, I I find that is the most important thing is, is learning to take your ego out of it. Like your ego has no fucking place in community building and organizing, in organizing, um, or in anything worthwhile, by the way. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but you know, it, it really is about humility and, and, and really about learning to put the good of everyone above your own personal gain. 
And if you can do that on every level, and and again, this is something that we're all in process. We're all always going to accidentally do that. <laughs> it's okay. But being able to be accountable, being able to apologize and make an amends in a in a way that uh, actually has an impact on the other person, that like so that if you do falter, because everyone will, uh, you're ready to on how to handle that. I think is is crucial. Um, so yeah, but establishing trust is really just about being consistent, being available, um, and, and not making promises that you don't intend to keep, you know, um, and not setting expectations that you can't match either. Um, and also like, like you said, like this isn't something that you can like bullet point your way through. It's something that you really have to, um, to, to have on a case by case personal level. Um, it really is just about relationship building and, and allow, and also making a space for people to relationship build with each other. So what I'm taking away from this is that one of the first things I need to figure out how to do in order to begin making my voice and the voices of those around me heard is figuring out how to get together with people in a way where they can trust me and I can trust them and we can begin to develop that relationship to move towards things. Like I shouldn't focus on the goal that I'm trying to achieve. I should focus on understanding the people around me and their wants and their needs. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't really know what the goal is. Like when we started out, you know, which I wasn't there for, by the way, because it was like 20 years ago. But um, but when you start out in a new community, which we have done since I've been there, um, you, uh, you're going door to door to say, I'm available and what's going on? Not you know, we don't subscribe to a school of like helicoptering in and, and having an, an agenda already outlined. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm a professional organizer, so I'm going into somebody else's community to facilitate and not to be the leader of that organization, that community at all. That's, the, that's for them to do. I'm there to provide tools. Um, and so, yeah, but even if it's my community, like, and that's why we say go door to door because you can build trust in person much quicker than you can online or on the phone, you know, if you can do that at all. I'd, I'd rather you try and pen pal people. Probably, to build, you probably build trust faster with a handwritten letter than to a stranger than on, you know, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that thing of, um, of you, because I don't know what my community's needs are. It, when I expand my community, I know what my needs are. And if I was a community of one, sure. But like, I ain't doing nothing by myself in this world. Like I can't, yeah. I have to be every day. I'm functioning using the tools that other people have provided. Simon every and Garfunkel day. were right. Of no course. woman is an Island. Yeah. Right. They were wrong about some things, but they're right about no. Yeah. The Island thing. Sure. So, <laughs> and Harold and Maude. Yeah. Good. Movie. Killed it. Yeah, my one revolutionary teacher in middle school had us watch that, and I oh, never, yeah. never of thanked course. her enough or forgiven her for it. Uh, <laughs> but so today we covered the basics of what organizing is, what kind of intention you should go into, what kind of things you should be expecting. And next time we're going to get into a bit more of the solid ask, yeah. sort of what you call the campaign, the power okay. Excellent. And that's that's got steps like conflict and escalation, other exciting so sounding things. So. <laughs> Very exciting sounding, often really exciting. Excellent. <laughs> Tales of intrigue and uh, organizing on the next one. Thank you again to Kendall. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we'll be back here uh, relatively soon on Ground Game Workshops. I'm Bushido Squirrel. Thank you very much. Bye.